Audible presents a must-hear article from the pages of Harvard Business Review. When you're finished listening, be sure to go to audible.com and enter Harvard Business Review in the search box. You'll find our extensive HBR archive and learn how to subscribe to our monthly audio edition. Now, in Finding Eureka, Nathan Mirvold, CEO and co-founder of Intellectual Ventures, a company that makes a business out of inventions, writes that a system of invention capital could turbocharge progress and change the world for the better. My company, Intellectual Ventures, is misunderstood. We have been reviled as a patent troll, a renegade outfit that buys up patents and then uses them to hold up innocent companies. What we're really trying to do is create a capital market for inventions, akin to the venture capital market that supports startups and the private equity market that revitalizes inefficient companies. Our goal is to make applied research a profitable activity that attracts vastly more private investment than it does today, so that the number of inventions generated soars. That's preposterous, some might say. Inventing can't be a business in its own right. It's too risky, and inventions are too intangible to generate sufficient profits by themselves. Inventing and inventions can't be separated from the companies that turn the ideas into actual products, and the notion of creating a liquid market for inventions is absurd. I couldn't disagree more. In the 1970s, people said the same thing about another type of intangible intellectual property, software. Back then, everyone in the computer industry believed that software was valuable only because it helped to sell mainframes or mini computers, and that you could never sell software by itself. As a result, software engineers worked for computer manufacturers or for companies that used computers. Very few independent software vendors existed, and those that did were barely profitable. As a business, software was hopeless. Everyone said so. Everyone was wrong, of course. Over the next three decades, software became one of the most profitable businesses in history. I know because, as a manager and ultimately the chief technology officer at Microsoft, I had a ringside seat to this amazing success story. Software owes its ascent largely to two crucial developments. First, software vendors gradually persuaded software users, through both education and lawsuits, to respect intellectual property rights and pay for something that they might otherwise simply copy. Then vendors liberated software from hardware by overcoming system incompatibilities and developing solutions that could work on many different brands of computer. When the PC revolution hit, software became an industry in its own right.